Hello, this is Ramblings of an Indisciplined Mind podcast for Friday, September 16th, 2016. As of this recording, Sierra is still missing. So, earlier this week, I finished the book Alexander Hamilton by Ron Trenow, or Trenow, or however you're supposed to say that name. Um... And it, it really deserves the term the Hamiltone, even though I know the, they, they, that's what they call that, that book about the, the play, um, the musical. But this book is, is like three and a half inches thick. And it's a long book. And it, I was reading it um, as fast as I could because I got it from the library. And I get to the point where I'm going to be overdue if I hold on to it much longer. And, of course, there's a waiting list as long as your arm. And I, and I thought about, and I was only a, probably a little bit over halfway done. And I looked at the uh, cost of the ebook, and it was uh, $13, $12.99. And I hemmed and hawed. And finally, I went ahead and bought the thing. so that I could return the book to the library so that whoever the next poor slob is on the waiting list isn't waiting for me. I'm not racking up late fees at the library. So it was going to cost me money either way. And I thought, I'll just read it on the ebook, And then I don't have to feel rushed. I can take my time to finish it up. And, and I actually kind of wish that I'd, I'd read it that way from the beginning uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's a big, thick, heavy, dead tree book. I mean, it's, it's big. Number two, Ron likes to use a a lot of interesting vocabulary, not always words. I mean, it's not like every other word, but he will throw, if there is a concept for which there is a single word uh, that maybe uh, is not very prevalent in normal English usage, but, you know, he knows it and it it expressed as a concept, he will use that word. And so I found it very handy in the... uh, latter half of the book to be able to use the dictionary feature of the Kindle app to be able to see what these words meant. And the when I was reading it from the paper book, I would usually just kind of dope it out from context clues. So, yeah, it was a very interesting book. I mean, it's a long book and it takes a while to get through, but he's very, very detailed and it's, it's all really pretty interesting. And it actually shows off a number of interesting things, not just the life of Alexander Hamilton, although it certainly does that. That's its main focus. Uh, because it's, it's also a history of, you know, the Revolutionary War and the, what, what took place in leading up to the Revolutionary War. It's also a very interesting picture of political life after we won our independence and how the presidency worked and how the Congress worked and how they interacted and, and did all these things. And so it's a, it's a fascinating view into, into how our country started. Um, and, you know, if you think that 
politics today is dirty and that we need to get back to the good old days when politics was clean, uh, I'm willing to go on a limb now and say it never existed in this country, ever. Because right from the get-go, things are dirty as dirty. I mean, they are... Yeah, in in this case, you you had um, you had you ended up very shortly with two parties: the Federalists, which Alexander Hamilton was the leader of, and you had the uh, Democratic Republicans, as they call themselves. Uh, no relation to any of the existing parties. They actually, uh, it's not like our parties came from either one of these parties. They both died out, and then other parties rose up. And eventually, we got what we got now. But the Democratic Democratic Republicans were led by um, Jefferson, and and a lot of the Southern um, slave owners, plantation owners, in states like Virginia, which is where Jefferson was from and where Washington was from. Although Washington tended to be more of a Federalist, and, and these people wouldn't. I mean. It was it was a big thing in the day to write. You would write essays, and you could even write them under a, a, a pseudonym, and you could send them to newspapers, and they would print them. And so you could print the most <laughs> whatever you wanted, really. And and then it got to the point where the Federalists and the Democratic Republicans were starting up their own papers, so that they could, you know, have a whole paper that was devoted to their viewpoints. And then they would battle in the press, and they would battle in the press, and yeah, it was it was as nasty, if not more so, than anything I've seen in U.S. politics um, during my lifetime. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that there was never this 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 ideal of a friendly race in which we didn't tear the opponent down. I don't think that ever existed. Uh, but it was a fascinating book. You, uh, once again, the history of it. It was also fascinating how much Hamilton did to shape the country as it sits today. It was his plan to kind of have a central bank and to have um, uh, markets. Uh, he, was, he was mimicking what was going on in, in, in England and in France. Which, which gave him no end of grief because the Democrat, Democratic Republicans um, used that as a way to say, oh, he's a monarch lover, he's an he's a, um, aristocrat. He's in with the aristocrats, which is it's kind of a funny charge considering that this guy, he was born uh, in the West Indies, in the British West Indies, and of a mother who may or may not have been a prostitute, it's unclear, whose father skipped out. You know, so he wasn't born at, in an important family. He was, he was an immigrant to the U.S., obviously, uh, which is funny. There was, there was a lot of, you know, the people like Jefferson, which had been there for two or three generations or more, you know, however many it had been since they settled in. You know, they looked down on the immigrants, even though, you know, everybody there was immigrants, with the exception of, of any of the the uh, Indian folk. But, I mean, you know, Jefferson, Washington, you know, all of these people that were the planters there, you know, they, their families all immigrated. 
So, I mean, he was one, uh, he was, uh, under Washington, he was the department, head of the Department of Treasury. And uh, he was in charge of tariffs. And so to kind of patrol the waters and... And, you know, be on the lookout for smugglers and stuff, trying to get around the tariffs. He invented the Coast Guard. He set up the Coast Guard for that. Um, he also was one of the founders, uh, later in life, of the New York Evening Post, which is a paper that still survives today. So, th- there were a number of things. You know, he, he had the viewpoint of... It, it was interesting to me that once the, 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 uh, the Revolutionary War was over... A lot of people, you know, Jefferson and, and Madison and all these people, you know, they thought that things were going to continue as they were, that the states were the preeminent power. There was this thing called the, um, oh, what do they call it? It wasn't the Constitutional Congress, but they had this Congress that it was kind of a federal entity, but it was kind of a, it was kind of a, 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 a coalition of nation states. And this thing could do some things, but most of the power resided with the states. Uh, kind of reminded me of the EU a little bit. Um, I think the EU might have more clout than this federal uh, government did. But, uh, you know, Hamilton was one of the key people. Was like, no, we need to have a strong federal government that you know certain things reside with the federal government. Which would be like uh, you know dealing with foreign powers and and um, uh, you know tariffs and things of that nature, uh, and then other things could reside with the states, and things that were the states the federal government couldn't couldn't mess with. But so he was one of the key people that brought that about, uh, which which led to a lot of fights with the Democratic Republicans. So it was, it was, um, it's an interesting view. Uh, you know, if you look at America today, there are a number of things, and I know I'm forgetting two or three at least, that, um, oh, Supreme Court was, is another one of them. Um, but there are a number of things that are, you know, part of the fabric of the country today that came um, from Hamilton's vision for the country. And, and that was interesting. The other thing that was interesting, just from a um, uh, an artistic thing, is, is you know, I'm reading this thing, and this is the book that uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda based the musical on. And so I was looking for, as I'm reading, the snippets of the things that were in there. Uh, you know, I would go, oh, okay, that goes for that. What struck me as interesting is that some of these words that Ron would use that kind of stand out, he worked in to the musical. Um, like, oh, it's Protean. I remember, um, I believe that's used in relation to Hamilton in the, in the musical. But in the book, it's related to Burr, which is interesting. Uh, there were a number of turns of phrase that uh, Ron used that I recognized that stood out to me because they were also used in the play. And, and Lynn always put them in a different place and about a different topic, but he would, he would reuse some of these turns of phrases, you know, like, you know, three, four words worth. 
So that was kind of interesting as well. Um, there are some differences. I mean, uh, he did some things different in the play. Uh, and, and some of it's for dramatic purposes, like Angelica not being married when they met, even though she was. Uh, although her fascination with Hamilton uh, seems to be very real. But it was, it, was, it was an interesting book. It was an interesting life. I think coming out of it, I, you know, Jefferson comes off. There seems to be, you know, if you're, if you're being a biographer for somebody, you kind of take their side. And I got, got a couple hints of that. You know, Jefferson kind of comes off when they are in the, uh, you know, when they're working in the government and they're, he's fighting with, with Hamilton. Uh, he's always, he's always, you know, he's inventing things that, that um, Hamilton is doing as a way to, to, to rouse his, his, his party. You know, he'll say things like, you know, Hamilton's planning on bringing King George's son over and setting him up as a king and, and all this stuff. And so I would like to, um, I'd like to read a Jefferson biography at some point and see kind of the other side of the coin there. I think that would be interesting. Uh, so at some point I'll have to do that. I would also like to uh, read uh, Trenow's Kernels, however you pronounce his name, um, uh, a biography of George Washington, which I'll probably do at some point. That one I might have to just break down and buy from the get-go if it's as big as the uh, Hamilton one is. But we'll see. So, yeah, that's what I thought I'd talk about today. I'm already at almost 14 minutes here, so I guess I will uh, let that be that. I will be back tomorrow. I'll be talking to you then. So, be seeing you.